Psalm chapter 135, verse 1. Praise ye Jah, praise ye the name of Jehovah, praise ye servants of Jehovah. It says everyone should praise the Lord. Jah and Jehovah are both names for the Lord. 3. Who are standing in the house of Jehovah, in the courts of the house of our God. This would be priests and Levites praising the Lord, because they're the ones standing in his house. You are a priest of the Lord if you are sharing the gospel and your testimony with others. If you're teaching anyone how to obey the commandments of the Lord, you are a priest. 3. Praise ye Jah, for Jehovah is good. Sing praise to his name, for it is pleasant. It is pleasant to praise the Lord, because when we praise him, we're speaking truth, and truth is Jesus Christ. So when we praise the Lord, Jesus is present in our lives, and that is very pleasant. 4. For Jacob hath Jah chosen for himself, Israel for his peculiar treasure. It says we are a peculiar treasure, which means we are strange. We're strange to this world. This world can't understand us because we follow Jesus. We don't dance to the world's tune, and that's why we're strange. Some people are irritated by us because we don't do what they do, and we don't join in their games. But we're chosen by the Lord, so we have purpose, and we continue obeying Him because we know who we are. 5. For I have known that great is Jehovah, yea, our Lord is above all gods. We know who we are because we know who He is. He is the one and only. There's no other God. There's no other way. Jesus is the only way to the Father. We get our identity from knowing the Lord. Just like a child gets its identity from knowing its father. And that's why so many people today are very confused and they don't know who they are and they're trying to find themselves. They never knew a father. 6. All that Jehovah pleased, he hath done. In the heavens and in the earth, in the seas and all deep places, the Lord did what pleased him, making birds and sky and mountains and water pleased him, and that's why he did it, making every color of human being pleased him, allowing some people to be poor and some people to be rich pleases him. He's a God of diversity. He loves to show his greatness in our weakness. So if you're weak, Praise the Lord, because he will show his greatness in your life. 7. Causing vapors to ascend from the end of the earth, lightnings for the rain he hath made, bringing forth wind from his treasures. This is a metaphor. It says that he has a treasure box that he pulls wind out of, and that vapors, or the mist, comes from the ends of the earth. It's beautiful poetic writing. He is so much bigger than we are. It's as if he pulls things out of a treasure box, because he's that big. 8. Who smote the firstborn of Egypt from man unto beast? The Lord did kill all of the firstborn of Egypt on that night when the Hebrews left Egypt. 9. He sent tokens and wonders into thy midst, O Egypt, on Pharaoh and on all his servants. And that speaks of the ten plagues that he sent to Egypt. These plagues are extremely important because they're going to get repeated in the book of Revelation. During the Great Tribulation, the entire world will see similar plagues to what Egypt saw when the people came out of Egypt. But that was only one nation that got affected. In the Great Tribulation, the entire world will be affected. 10. Who smote many nations and slew strong kings. 
The Lord did conquer many pagan nations, including Egypt, but he allowed Egypt to rebuild itself because he wanted to use Egypt again later for his glory. However, there are other pagan nations that he conquered completely and they never came back, such as the Philistines. They were completely wiped out by the Lord. 11. Even Sihon, king of the Amorite, and Og, king of Bashan, and all kingdoms of Canaan. Sihon and Og were smitten, I believe, when Moses was still alive, and they hadn't fully entered Canaan yet. 12. And he gave their land an inheritance to Israel, his people. When the Lord takes over your land, which is your soul, he gives it as an inheritance to you, and he takes the demons out. He drives the demons out of your soul, just like he drove the pagans out of Israel. And then you re-inhabit your own soul, and you finally know who you are, and you're in your right mind. But when you're living in sin, your personality is hijacked by demons, and you say and do things that is all programming from demons. You're not really yourself until you get delivered. 13. O Jehovah, thy name is to the age, O Jehovah, thy memorial to all generations. His name is eternal. His name means the spirit of who he is. It's his will and his words. That is what's eternal. We cannot pronounce his name. We don't even know what it is. All we have is a representation of YHWH. But even that representation is not his name. But his name is eternal. And everything that he's done has been memorialized throughout all of the generations. 14. For Jehovah doth judge his people, and for his servants comforteth himself. He comforts himself because we serve him. So we bless the Lord and comfort him by serving him, because his kingdom is growing when we serve him. First we have to obey, and then we share the gospel with others, and that's how his kingdom grows. Because if you can't obey him, nobody's going to believe your gospel that you teach. They're all going to say, oh, fairy tales because you're just as much of a sinner as I am. That's why people don't get saved when Christians talk to them, because they look at the Christians and go, well, you sin the same amount I do. That's why we need to obey the commandments of the Lord, so that when we speak to people, they will know that we're telling them the truth. 15. The idols of the nations are silver and gold, work of the hands of man. Most people worship what they have created. They worship their fake body with the fake breasts and the fake lips and the fake eyes and the fake hair and the abs that they got from drinking all those protein drinks. Or they worship the jewelry they're wearing or the clothes they're wearing or the house they live in or the car that they drive. All man-made things. Or they worship the career that they built for themselves, which is another man-made thing. But we who love the Lord worship the Lord, not the works of our own hands. 16. A mouth they have and they speak not, eyes they have and they see not. 17. Ears they have and they give not ear, nose, there is no breath in their mouth. These fake idols, like Buddhas and other stupid fake idols, they have man-made noses and eyes and ears, but they can't sense anything. 18. Like them are their makers, everyone who is trusting in them. If you put your faith in idols, like your clothes or your car or your house or a movie star or a music star, then you are just like that idol. You become what you worship. You'll become as hedonistic, shallow, and devoid of all power as the thing that you worship.
If we worship the Lord, we become like him. Now, we don't become God, but we develop his character traits. But when you worship wood and stone and gold and clothes and stupid things like that, then you develop the character traits of gold and stone and wood and clothes, which have no character. You become a one-dimensional, shallow person. 19. O house of Israel, bless ye Jehovah. O house of Aaron, bless ye Jehovah. 20. O house of Levi, bless ye Jehovah. Those fearing Jehovah, bless ye Jehovah. It says, let all of Israel bless Jehovah. Let the high priest family bless Jehovah. Let all of the Levites bless Jehovah. And let everyone obeying the Lord bless Jehovah. 21. Blessed is Jehovah from Zion, inhabiting Jerusalem. Praise ye Jah. He is blessed forevermore from Zion eternal, which is heaven. Praise the Lord. And that concludes Psalm chapter 135.